Hi and welcome once again to the Punk Living Journal, the podcast that's raising awareness about living in a more peaceable, unified, nurturing and cooperative way so that we can enjoy long and healthy lives in a world fit for purpose. I'm Jerry Sadler, your host, and I'm back, back with a vengeance. I've been off for a while, some of that was Covid related and there were also other reasons which I'll get into further on in this episode. So, without further ado, let's get right on with this episode. Yeah, so it's been a while since I made an episode. I think March the 3rd was the last time, and before then it was December last year, 2019. And there's been reasons for that. The more recent one, was because of COVID. I, uh, well, tomorrow will be one month since I was tested for COVID-19. Fortunately, the results came back as negative. However, during that period, in all honesty, I felt crap. (laughs) There's no other way of describing it. And uh, it was not a very pleasant experience. I certainly believed, as did many of the ones I've worked with and others who knew me, I certainly believed that I had the virus, however, the test was negative and I soon recovered and I'm back to normal now, but there's a couple of things that changed during that time. I'll get onto that in a moment. The other reason why I haven't been recording any regular podcasts has to do with a kind of re-evaluation because at one point I was even considering not going any further with the Punk Living Journal. I just felt that I was not doing enough as far as research and things went. I was recording episodes, I wasn't getting my facts right, um, or I was just talking (laughs) a lot of rubbish. Uh, I'd get an idea, a snippet of information, and instead of getting the full story, I was jumping right in and giving my opinion and so on. So I felt I wasn't giving the service that I wanted to give her, I wasn't providing you guys with the right information, the right kind of uh, well, service, as I said, the right kind of value that I wanted to give, because this is supposed to be a podcast which helps you to live in a peaceable, unifying, nurturing and cooperative way. And I felt I wasn't really achieving that through the things that I was talking about, that I was recording, and so on. And in some ways, I suppose I was, but it wasn't all bad. And I've uh, seen a little child car. I'm outside walking. I've just seen a little child with a little electric toy car. I just driving an electric toy car. It was so cute. Anyway, distraction. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, I mean... The, the idea, the whole idea of this podcast isn't to make me money, it isn't to make me famous, it isn't to be a climate change activist, it isn't to be something that, you know, just throws up fake news and things like that. It, it's none of that. It, it's uh, certainly, it's not, it's not the idea, the whole idea is to help people to really improve their lives internally and externally. And by internally, I mean through your body, your mind, and externally, obviously, it's the environment. So that's where the climate change does come in. 
However, I was starting to get a little bit focused, a little bit obsessed with climate change things, with Extinction Rebellion and uh, Greta Thunberg and, and things like that. Yeah, and I was getting a little bit um, obsessed. Yeah, obsessed. It was all distracted, and I was—I felt I wasn't doing enough for what I wanted to do. Because this is also a journal, and a journal is something that we write in, like a diary, on a daily or a weekly or a monthly or six-monthly or a yearly basis, whatever. Yeah, mostly it's a daily thing, you know. Uh, and we write our thoughts, our philosophies, our calculations, you know, workings out of things, plot ideas, all kinds of things, you know, from everyday life. And that's what I wanted to do with this podcast, was to, to make it a journal and it's about health and fitness, healthy body, healthy mind, healthy environment, you know, and certainly... I would say with the COVID-19 situation that we are indeed seeing people living together in peaceable, unifying, nurturing and cooperative way because of all the community spirit that's going on right now with neighbours helping each other out and, you know, and uh, people collaborating and cooperating with each other, companies doing that, even politicians and countries all working together. There's a lot of peace around as well. And crime rate has gone down uh, around the world. There's still situations going on, but you don't hear as much of them. They're not uh, blown up in the media. You know, they're not emphasised, or they've stopped. You now the ceasefires all over the place. Yes, I know they'll probably start up again should things improve. But certainly, as this COVID-19 situation has affected the whole world, you know, and uh, I think there's very few countries that haven't been hit. You know, by it in one form or another, then the whole world is living in peace in that sense. That's fantastic to witness. And people are, on a worldwide basis, cooperating with each other and being united in the, in the common cause, as well as nurturing each other, being kind to each other, helping each other out. That's really fantastic to witness. You know, and that's a taste of what could be. And if it stays with that, you know, if people enjoy that and realise, now this is a much better way of living than we have been doing, then, you know, that may carry on once once the COVID-19 situation has passed on, that could carry on and people will enjoy living in that way even, even more so. And that's, that's something that I'm hoping, that's, hope, that's something that I would really love to witness. That, you know, we carry on in this same spirit as we have been doing over the last few months. And really improve our lives in that way. And start creating a much more decent world to live in at the same time. And certainly as the uh, environment goes, during the last few months there's been a big in, uh, decrease, I was going to say increase, big decrease in the amount of traffic, amount of vehicles on the road and that has led to an increase of birdsong, being able to hear it and uh, nature's improved greatly, has benefited greatly from that in many areas. I mean there's been places that would normally uh, be covered in smog, now we're seeing blue sky and things like that. Now, obviously with 
many areas now, or quite a few areas now, uh, lockdown situations, lockdown is being relaxed and people are getting back to a kind of almost normal way of living. The traffic has increased and no doubt we'll lose some of that that we've uh, been enjoying over the last few months and that's a kind of shame. However, it also gives us a taste of what could be what we could be enjoying at some point in the future. Now, if we have cars or vehicles which have low carbon emissions and things like electric or otherwise, you know, and or if we, we use other forms of transport which don't have such a impact on the environment, that'd be absolutely fantastic as well, wouldn't it? And we'd really enjoy that and enjoy the benefits of being out and about in nature. And certainly for here in UK, the advice has been get out into nature over the last week or so, a couple of weeks, because they realise that being outside, there's less chance of contracting COVID-19 because it disperses quickly in the air, apparently. And it is more likely in more closed environments that uh, the greater chances are of contracting the virus, which is why obviously pubs and theatres and places like that are still closed and many shops are still closed. However, those plans afoot to open up these places as well in the coming months, maybe even weeks, and some places in Europe and Australia and New Zealand already have taken that step and we're waiting to see how that works out for them because one of the things that uh, is a bit of a concern for many is you know there could be an increase in cases and that could lead to like a second wave of the virus. We'll see, we'll see how it all works out. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to work out really really well. And then we'll get back to not normal but to a new normal a new situation, new way of living, because social distancing and things like that will probably still be around for a good few months yet, maybe into next year, you know, and uh, we'll get used to that and perhaps, you know, people still be wearing face masks. They have become a bit of a, a fashion thing at the moment. Um, I have my own views on the face masks. Um, I'm not going to go into it now. I'll just all say is uh, they're not as effective <laughs> as they're supposed to be. That's all I'll say on that. However, we are living in a situation now that's unprecedented, as we know. We haven't been through this before. It's a worldwide pandemic. And perhaps, you know, if you look at it from a biblical point of view, religious point of view, is this something that's, that was kind of you know, uh, prophesied in Revelation, for example, or in other holy scriptures, or there's, there's others throughout time who have prophesied of certain things like this you know or you know visionaries and so on who claimed that this was going to happen and you could say that if you want to believe that and that's fine however the other situation is it was also foreseeable and I'll get on to that in a moment the other reason uh, I haven't been podcasting or broadcasting is obviously because, as I said, uh, I went down with COVID-19 or suspected COVID-19. So that kind of knocked me out a bit and uh, I've been getting back on my feet. And it's given me a chance to reflect 
or what I was doing and it gave me a chance to reevaluate what I wanted to do and I started another podcast because uh, which which uh, I started another podcast which is focusing on more lifestyle and diet and it's called a reluctant vegetarian because as a result of my COVID-19 scare as I call it in, in air quotes I went off meat I don't know why I went off meat I've just gone off meat as in cooking it and prepping it and so on I just can't I seem unable to do it. I'm, I'm sure I can do or will do in time, but at this moment in time, um, it's not happening. Yeah, you know, so the only time I've been having any meat is when it's included in something, such as a soup or like a chili con carne or on a pizza or something like that. Something that somebody else maybe has cooked. Nothing big like burgers and sausages or steaks or chops or anything like that. Nothing like that. Now, so I've, I've gone more. A plant-based diet at the moment and I'm finding out all about that well fruit not just plant-based but fruit and nuts and berries and things like that and I'm benefiting because I've actually reduced my weight yeah about a good 10 11 pounds 12 pounds which is uh, very good for me and uh, it's helped me on with, with the energy levels as well my energy levels are up so that's also good so I've been investigating that researching that as well and having a look at that kind of life is that something I want to do do I want to transition over to say vegetarian or do I want to stay a meat eater or you know do I want to make other changes in my life in, in that way so I've been investigating and researching that over the last few weeks as well the, uh, the podcast the new podcast only started about three weeks ago so I mean it's a blog and podcast which you can find at reluctantvegetarian.com I'll put the link in the show notes and uh, it's all about quick and easy recipes and ideas and tips and things like that you know for meat betweeners as, as uh, I call them you know for those of us who perhaps haven't made that commitment to change our lives over to a fully plant-based lifestyle or a diet and uh, you know, we enjoy eating meat we love meat or whatever you know and uh, so it's looking at different options but I don't want to talk too much about that because uh, that's not the subject of this podcast <laughs> you know, and this show uh, so, but it's just that was one of the things that's come out of that it's a change of lifestyle however this show Punk Living Journal is going to have a slightly different format in that based on what I've been learning about not just vegetarianism but the food industry in general and how that affects the climate and so on I'll probably be focusing a little bit more on that through different shows and not completely because like I said this show is about helping you improve your inside you know your body and general health but also mental health as well and more positive attitudes and things like that so that's still there so it's your internal environment as I call it and that goes all the way down to the quantum level and if you've been listening to my other episodes you'll know I'm big on that as well as well as the external environment and it's not all about climate change and things like that there's other things which are involved and uh, so I've been doing a lot of research on that recently I attended online 
a uh, food summit. It was called a it's called Food Revolution Summit, and it was uh, hosted by John Robbins and his son Ocean. And uh, it was excellent. You know, I've still gone through all the recordings and transcripts. There's still a lot there to to learn. I signed up to their website and become a member of the, the Food Revolution Network. And I'm really enjoying finding out all these different things that I never knew before. And this is all advice and so on and findings from professional people, you know, in the medical industry, medical world, uh, also some from the food industry and others, professionals and so on, who have been looking at different ways of improving our lives through changing our diets and things like that. So I'm getting some great tips, recipes and so on as well. But one of the main things is the impact that the food industry has on the environment. And it's, it's quite astonishing, you know, that uh, it's only since the 60s that really intensive farming began in the sense of farm factories. And if you don't know what, don't know what farm factories are, that's where all your processed foods come from. Yeah, and that's where all your beef and pork and poultry and lamb all come from farm factories. And quite a lot of the, the veg and fruits that we have as well, because they're, they're not grown naturally, they're not organic as we would call them. They're forced to grow you know, over time by specially kitted out buildings where they, they can control the lighting and control the atmosphere and so on and fool the different plants and trees and so on to thinking it's that time of year when they should be fruiting or, you know, should be giving off the, 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 the wares of fruits and so on and or vegetables and so on, encouraging them to grow. And that's why you have things like strawberries and other seasonal fruits and vegetables all year round. And, you know, but it's the impact that these places have on the environment that I'll be looking into, going into more detail about. I'll just give you an example of uh, something I read in a book uh, by a guy called Jonathan Zafron Fuhr, which is F-O-E-R, and he wrote a book called Eating Animals in 2015. And eating animals, a bit of a play on words because it was uh, not just about eating animals, but about us being the animals who are doing the eating. Yeah, so there's a bit of a bit of a play on words in that sense as well. And it's very interesting. He gives a lot of statistics and so on. He himself is a vegetarian. However, at times, you know, because he was a meat eater before, he uh, does have the odd bit of meat <laughs> now and again, and that's fine. It's not going to kill you. So he has the old burger or whatever. But he did a, a comprehensive study of the food industry, especially well, in particular in America. And he went around the different different farms and so on to, to get the facts and figures that he needed, all the statistics, as well as gone through peer-reviewed papers. And one thing he found was in the poultry industry, in the poultry is your chicken, your turkeys and things like that. In 2015, there was only one farmer who had turkeys which were not gene modified and by that I mean 
that they were original they were they were the same turkeys or the same breed of turkeys that were going around America hundred and hundreds 150 years ago and he was the only farm that had these turkeys that was that he was breeding them obviously for food pur purposes every single other farm or other poultry producer was a factory farm so that meant well over 90 percent 99 percent of the poultry that Americans were eating came from factory farms and in these factory farms they've been gene modified to be fatter to be quicker at laying eggs and things like that yeah you in know, the broilers or the chickens whatever and not one of those chickens or turkeys because of their gene modifications could survive in the open air they're all kept in these sheds and hundreds of thousands in a shed you know, as chicks and later on tens of thousands in a shed all cramped together in horrific conditions and not one of them could survive because they didn't, didn't know how to use their legs some of them didn't even have beaks because they've been ripped off or whatever you know in the process uh, of of uh, their training if you like to to eat just grains and so on and they were stuffed full of feed which is also stuffed full in turn with antibiotics and that's not dissimilar to today although today in America and I'm just using the Americans as an example there are moves in cities like Detroit to have urban farms where there are organic animals organic veg and basically much better foods than, than we have at the moment they've moved away from the highly processed route and uh, have gone towards a more organic more pasture land kind of route and these are all urban farms and gardens and apparently I think the last count there's was, was over a thousand four hundred of them there could be more a couple of thousand now and that's a new route for Detroit and they're leading the market in that way especially in America and I can see that happening in other cities and towns around the world not just in America because I, I have talked about this before that you know it would be a better idea a simpler idea for us to return to a more simple way of farming you know and just serve our local people you know and to produce enough food for for local town village whatever uh, and that is going back to the way it used to be you know, many 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 years ago obviously but even if even if they were producing enough for the nation all together like cooperatives or whatever that would be good it'd be all natural stuff it would be organic foods whole foods as it's called and not this highly processed garbage that we get fed especially when it comes to like the meats and so on but meats and also the dairy products I'm afraid a lot, lot of the cheeses and so on the milk and so on come from highly processed factories even here in UK in that sense so yeah I'm going to be looking at things like that you know and, and as I do more research I'll keep you updated on that but I'm also going to be talking about how you can heal your body with food and this is something I'm just learning and uh, there, there's many stories of those who have had illnesses or other situations by changing their diet 
they've improved their uh, their health, obviously, but they've lived longer as a result. You know, like there's, there's even those who have reversed diabetes, and this is as in type two, and this is well recorded. It's not just something that that's a fantasy or anything like that. It's been well recorded, it's peer reviewed, and it's something. It's something that uh, is real, and it's, that'll, be, that'll be something I'll be also taking a look at and examining more. <laughs> so. It's all the same. Where I want to say something, you, know, you get the traffic, you know, <laughs> as well as people, young kids going around. Never mind. Uh, that, that's uh, one of the benefits and one of the joys of recording in the open air. So I'm out for my uh, walk, as uh, I like to do, and I like to podcast whilst I'm out and about. So sorry, that was a bit of a, as an aside, a bit of a distraction. Yeah. So changing your diet can help save your life as well so i'll be looking at that as well as it can help heal the planet as in you know we'll look after the environment but you know we may not be able to, to stop climate change as an example uh, i'll still stand stand by that i mean because climate change is real but it's not going to be something that we can stop however i still say that we could perhaps slow it down or at least we could do something you know, to, to help improve the situation and prepare ourselves for when you know things do kick off with climate change. I mean, really kick off, whether that's going to be with uh, cooling, as they call it, in other words, ice age, or whether it's going to be even hotter and so on. You know, we can prepare and have things in place, um, situations or, or mechanisms in place to help deal with that so that uh, we can survive it, so we can live, and so that we don't cause our own extinction. So that's uh, something else we're going to be talking about, it's a bit more morbid, but yeah, so I'm going to be talking about things like that as well. Yeah, so that gives you a, a more of a general idea of what we're going to be discussing in the Punk Living Journal, and I hope you'll join me on that. And this, this was just like a, a new intro, really, into what this show is all about. And I'm going to be sharing things that may be, be surprising to you. Maybe other times it won't be. Maybe it'll be of interest. Maybe it won't be. No, but I'll be sharing them anyway. <laughs> so that's me. Some of the, some of the uh, podcasts will be outdoors like now. Others I'll do at home. You know, I haven't got a studio at home. And, uh, I'll do what I can there. Yeah, and uh, hopefully the background noise won't be overpowering, as sometimes it can be when I'm outside with the traffic. Yeah, traffic has increased over the last few days since restrictions have been relaxed, but it's still uh, nowhere near pre-COVID levels which I'm grateful for. Okay, so I think that's all for now. Uh, before I start waffling on, as I have a tendency to do, just let this bike go past. Uh, if you can call it a bike, and there's another one. Right, that was more of a real bike. <laughs> so, yeah, so, 
see see how things go over the next few episodes and so on. It's going to be a weekly episode. It's going to be broadcast on Mondays, uh, which is what I used to do, I think. I remember rightly. So yeah, Mondays start the week off, hopefully with something positive. <laughs> okay, so I hope you've uh, found this helpful, enjoyed it, just as much as I've enjoyed uh, chatting with you. And uh, here's to a bright and healthy future. Here's to a life where peace and unity and nurturing and cooperation are the norm, where we can live long and healthy lives in a world which is fit for purpose, which is also as healthy as we are inside in that sense as well. That's it for now, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen. And I look forward to having a chat with you again very, very soon.